Hi, Purpose Partner. Welcome to another episode of Rise to Your Purpose, a personal and spiritual development podcast for female entrepreneurs with a mission. We are your hosts, Brandy and Natalie. We are founders of Victorious Entrepreneurs Rising, where we guide women to build profitable businesses online through diversifying your income, using kingdom principles in marketing, and operating in a spirit of rest so that you can create kingdom impact. After this episode, be sure to join our Purpose Partner Facebook community and get your copy of our Rise to Your Purpose devotional so we can continue to serve you as we partner together in our faith and business. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Rise to Your Purpose. I am your host, Brandy Thomas, co-founder of Victorious Entrepreneurs Rising, along with my sister, Natalie Lawson. And we are on a mission to help women build profitable businesses online that create kingdom impact while operating in a place of rest. So today, I'm really excited to have a special guest on with me, Natalie Blankush. And Natalie is a marketing coach and brand strategist and host of the Wildly Aligned Marketing Podcast. Um, She loves helping ambitious, heart-centered women consistently find and attract the right clients online by being their authentic self. And I don't know about you, but we could all use some more authenticity in this world. So um, I'm so excited to introduce you to Natalie. Um, And the topic today, we're going to be diving into the power of authenticity authenticity and marketing and specifically like how to own your own voice and embrace just messy action going forward and talking about brand archetypes and that's something that I'm not really that familiar with so I'm really excited to learn more about that topic so welcome Natalie to our podcast Um, we'd love to hear just more about you and how you got into the coaching space yeah well thank you so much for having me I'm very excited to have this conversation today and just share with your audience Um, so yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I started my business back in 2018. I actually got started in brand design and graphic design, um, and just kind of fell into coaching by accident. I would say I, I quite honestly resisted it for a while because I, um, I just couldn't help but strategize with my design clients. And then that kind of put me in the territory of coaching. Um, But I I love it and I fully embrace it now. Um, And it was really a journey for me of like at the time in 2018, when I started my business originally, I was going to school for nutrition. I had a two-year-old. I was single parenting at the time. I was just in this place where one, I wanted to be home with my daughter um, and, you know, spend more time with her. And so I started looking into like, how can I work from home? Um, And that was, you know, I I say I fell into coaching by accident. I also kind of fell into business by accident um, because of that. And it it was also a very cool process for me of just leaning into, okay, I used to be super lit up and passionate about nutrition. I knew this was the direction Mm -hmm. to go. All of a sudden it was like a switch was turned off and I, it was like, this chapter is done. And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I still finished, I finished my degree. However, um, I just kind of started getting back in touch with what do I like to do? Mm -hmm. And you know, what, what used to light me up, what used to interest me, And so I like thought all the way back to middle school, high school, and just kind of playing around in Photoshop for fun and um, Neopets, which I got super nerdy about. And I don't know if anyone even knows what that is, but like, it just, you know, like silly stuff that came to mind. And I was like, well, actually, maybe I should just kind of lean into this. Um, And so it's it's definitely, uh, it's been an evolution. It's been a journey. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's just a little bit of kind of my journey and how I got into business in the first 
first place. Awesome. I feel like the entrepreneur is just synonymous for journey. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think you could be an entrepreneur without going on some sort of journey. And every day is like a new plot twist. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I totally understand. And I think I had one of those Neopets. I'm like, was that one of the little like, I don't know, things that you have to keep alive? What were those called? Those are Tamagotchis, which my seven-year-old just convinced me and my husband to buy one for her (laughs) because they are now coming back and they're all the rage. That's so funny. Yeah. Also similar concept still. I love the nineties. I love that. The nineties are coming back. So funny. Um, Okay. So (laughs) let's refocus. Um, (laughs) So tell us how, for our listeners, how do they like own their voice and embrace that messy action to move forward in their business? Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that, you know, like I, I told you guys when I got into my business, it was kind of by accident of jumping into business Mm -hmm. one, you know, having this desire to spend more time with my daughter, be able to work from home. Um, and jumping into this, it was a lot of messy action. Truly. Um, it was a lot of me getting stuck in perfectionism though. And some, Mm -hmm. you know, the reason why I'm so big on talking about messy action now is because, I was very much stuck in perfectionism. And so, um, you know, there were many moments where I would have an idea like, oh, I should do this, you know, like these creative Mm -hmm. downloads that we get from God. And I'd be like, I should do that. And then I didn't like, I'd chicken out and I, um, you know, I just kind of like sit on it and like, well, I don't know any more clarity or I can do some research or often what I would do is I would sit and like, look at other people in the industry and look at like, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. How are they showing up? Do not do that. Anyone listening? (laughs) Do not get stuck in that. Oh my goodness. It just, it, it was such a, um, a rabbit trail for me. And so, I am so big on embracing messy action now because it's truly something I even now still have to remind myself of. I have grown a lot in that area. Mm-hmm. However, I still have moments where I can, you know, we, we all have patterns and we can just start to kind of slip back into the old patterns. And so just being really intentional to like move forward, like it does not have to be perfect. It can be messy. Um, and with marketing specifically, this is something that I see a lot of my clients and a lot of women just really get hung up in. Like, well, how do Mm -hmm. I put the offer out there? And, and I want to create this post or I want to launch and like, how do I do that? And what do I say? And I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) just do it. Like, you know, there's Mm -hmm. a certain level of, um, you know, riding this line between, yes, you want to be strategic. You want to take your best educated guess. But also marketing is one big experiment, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just like continuing to show up and and being persistent and trusting that if God put this on your heart, like he has mm-hmm. people for you to serve and like connect with those people, you know, right. just keep trying stuff. So, um, yeah, so that's that's just why I am so big about messy action and a huge part of that as well. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate to this is, you know, Speaking up, sharing your message online, whatever that message is that's on your heart, like that is very daunting in itself. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you are in your journey, and this can come up at different times too, um, you know, as you kind of up level in your business, but it's that is that is in itself a big journey, is um, you know, just really embracing this is what I have to say. And I'm going to say it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and people are going to listen and people are really going to be impacted. And I just remember myself jumping into business and having these messages again, like 
you know, I, I would get these downloads from God. I would get these messages on my heart that I was like, oh my gosh, I should go live and share this, or I should write a post. And so often that scenario would end with me not posting anything or going live and then canceling mm-hmm. the live and deleting it. So no one could ever know I went live. <laughs> like I was just like, uh, 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 like I just, I was so much in my head for so long mm-hmm. that it really hindered that. And even the work that I do now, you know, five years later, um, with coaching women and really diving into like messaging stra- strategy, brand strategy, marketing strategy, um, these women are often further along in business, yet there's still often a level of, you know, maybe they are showing up and have a Facebook group or they're doing live videos, Mm -hmm. but there's, there's almost like a disconnect that I often sense where it's like, they're, they're giving valuable information. They are sharing about their expertise, but there's a disconnect of, um, you know, between their business and who Mm -hmm. they are you know, like, like Mm -hmm. almost like hiding behind their business. And so all that to say, um, it is so incredibly important to really flex this muscle, as I like to say, of owning your voice and just Mm. getting used to sharing your message, sharing your stories. Like when you feel these messages drop into your spirit, sharing those and, and confidently talking about what you do and how you help people. Um, and it, it is a process and it shows up at all levels of business. Um, but it's just, it's so incredibly important. Oh, yes. I know earlier in my journey, like when we were building our first course, one of our mentors was like, done is better than perfect. And so that's just been a motto I've kind of carried with me because, yeah, God will like drop these things. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just supposed to be obedient to that. So learning too to understand. And this is something I work on with my coaches, like how do we even encounter God and hear his spirit and like, no, is this really God or is this like me talking? So, and then just be obedient to that, whether it makes sense or not. And um, it's kind of funny that we're talking about this because I'm reading Joshua six right now, which is the the story of the battle of Jericho, where they just like walk around and the walls fall down. And like that strategy didn't necessarily make sense. (laughs) It was God's strategy and we're just supposed to be obedient and he'll take care of the outcome. Right. And so I just feel like for those of you listening, yes, lean into, lean into that Holy Spirit prompting and just go obediently in the direction you're supposed to go and do it confidently, but it may look messy. It may look strange to the world or to certain people, but that's okay. Like if you have that peace that surpasses understanding, lean into that and take that messy action because that's just going to move you forward versus like what Natalie was saying and just stay stuck where she like didn't post anything or she (laughs) deleted her live. Like we don't want that. We want you to show up confidently and use your voice to create impact. Um, So thank you so much for sharing that Natalie, because I think that's huge for people, especially like we get a lot of listeners who are either new in their entrepreneurial journey, or like you said, they're just kind of like stuck. And probably you're stuck because you're just not showing up or you're not showing up with the confidence. Like you said, there's that disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing that I'll add to that's coming up for me and, and might be a great reminder for the listeners is like letting go of the how, like so much mm. of that is like, the yeah. how is it going to happen? Like, is it going to be this way or that way? Especially with marketing strategy, where you get so hung up on how should I do it? Should I say it this way? Should I say it right. that way? And it's like, just say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> it doesn't matter how, you know, truly. Um, so yeah, I just, I wanted to share that because I feel like someone needed to hear that. 
Yes. Amen. Thank you. Okay. So I'm really excited to dive into brand archetypes. So can you, one, just tell us what are brand archetypes? And then like, what, I guess if there's multiple ones, like what, what do they, you tell us whatever you want about them. Cause I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I will give just kind of an overview of brand archetypes. Okay. I'm not going to dive into the specifics of all of them um, today, but I will share some resources so that the listeners can kind of get plugged in and, and find out what their, their archetypes are and why they're important and all of that. Um, so just kind of to explain what are brand archetypes, if this is the first time that you are hearing about them, brand archetypes are basically like marketing personalities or business personalities is how you apply it to your business. Brand archetypes themselves are based off of 12 core human desires. So each brand archetype is a desire. So like, for example, um, my primary brand archetype is the explorer, which is all about freedom. And Mm -hmm. so there's that, there is um, the caregiver, which is all about like being very like nurturing and caring for other people. Um, there is the innocent, which is all about like joy, happiness. So you get an idea of Mm -hmm. like, these are, you know, again, we have all of these desires. We're human. They're ingrained in us. God put them inside of us. However, the brand archetypes are so cool because, um, and anyone listening, if you like personality tests, like you will probably geek out on this because it's just so fascinating and, you know, discovering like, this is how God wired me. And also, this is the message that he put on my heart. And this is how I can just kind of simply convey that. And so, you know, brand archetypes, like I said, because these are based off of 12 core human desires, you can essentially go in there and identify your top two so that you are able to really, um, just convey those emotions, keep bringing that back in your messaging, the way that you show up, remembering Mm -hmm. that like, these are the top two, one or two things for my audience that they want to feel. So again, using my example, freedom, I talk a lot about like with marketing specifically, and you've already heard it in this conversation is making marketing fun. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be so restrictive. So like you can give yourself permission to play around with it, experiment with your marketing, um, show up as yourself, like be free to be yourself. So like, that is something that, because I have that awareness, it helps me, um, convey my message in a way that I know is really going to connect with my listeners, because that's Mm -hmm. something that's really big for them. So that is just kind of, in a nutshell, the purpose of brand archetypes, what they are. Um, And what I would recommend that listeners do is um, even if you just Google brand archetypes, you're going to find a lot of different resources. Kay Putnam is a really great resource. She is the first person that I remember hearing a podcast interview from her um, several years ago and how she was able to connect brand archetypes to brand design, which is again, what I, what I started out doing. And that's how I got plugged into her. And so her name, um, we can maybe put it in the show notes or something, but it's, um, K is spelled like K-A-Y-E Putnam, P-U-T-N-A-M. Um, and she has a whole resource page on her website where she gives an overview of each of the brand archetypes. So you can read through those, um, and just see, you know, what resonates, what seems like it's, um, you know, really a match for you and your message. And she also has a quiz, which is really great. Um, what I would encourage the listeners to do, um, as far as like, how do we apply these is whether you take the quiz, whether you look through the, um, the overviews on the website or find another resource online, 
I want you to identify your top two archetypes. So Mm -hmm. your top, like your number one, your primary archetype is going to be basically your message in a nutshell. And so again, mine is the explorer, which is freedom and living your most authentic self. And so, um, that is like my message with marketing and personal branding that really captures it well. However, your secondary brand archetype is who you are in a nutshell. Um, and these are going to be very similar. Like the, the explorer archetype very much resonates with me. Oh my gosh. Like if you see, um, if you go to Kay's website, she has kind of some visual examples of like, if this is your archetype, this is kind of some visual images, Mm -hmm. how your branding, uh, like your brand design might look and stuff like that. And for the Explorer, it's very like outdoorsy and, you know, adventuring Mm -hmm. and stuff, which is very much me. So either way, it's going to resonate with you, but it helps to kind of think of it in that way. Primary being my message in a nutshell, what's my mission? you know, at the core of the work that I do and the message that's on my heart, which one of these archetypes, that human desire that it represents is the best match. And then that secondary being, which one seems most like me. And so my secondary archetype is, um, it's called the girl or guy next door. So it's very much like, I'm just like you building community relating, Mm -hmm. like very relatable down to earth. And that's just my style. That's how I like to show up. And, um, so that just gives me a lot of insight into who I am, you know, mm-hmm. authentically. Yeah. That sounds really interesting. Just so from the ones you've mentioned, I feel like I'm going to be a caregiver and then maybe the girl next door. I mean, I'm yeah. in my hand sweatshirt, like yeah, <laughs> very yeah. much just like what you see is what you get. So. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested. I'll have to, I'm going to go take that. I'll put that link in. So I'll go find the quiz for those of you listening that will be in the show notes. So. I'm excited to share that with you. Um, Okay. So thanks, Natalie, for talking to us a little bit about that. So what are some tangible steps that our listeners can take to to be their authentic self and show up as their authentic self? Yeah. Yeah. So I already talked a little bit about the brand archetypes and that's Mm -hmm. one really practical way to, you know, again, like it sounds great to be your authentic self. No one wants to be fake. No one sets out to be fake online. Um, But as far as like, well, how do I do that? That is a really great place to start is um, just doing that. You know, another thing that I have just been practicing in my own life is just getting in touch with you know, the, the things that I like, the things that I think, Mm -hmm. and that might sound really basic, but, um, you just mentioned the caregiver. So I, now I have moms on the brain. Like if you're a mom, which is where I was at when I started Mm -hmm. my entrepreneurial journey, honestly, I didn't know myself very well anymore. Like I had, I had grown, I had all this stuff happen. I had a two-year-old and I was like, I don't really like the clothes that are in my closet. And I, mm-hmm. I don't really know what I like to do for fun because my whole life is baby <laughs> and toddlerhood yeah. and mom life. And so, you know, if you are, regardless of whether you have young kids or whether you're a mom or not, um, that is just like a really great place to start too, is like, if you realize that you're just kind of like, I don't know what lights me up anymore outside Mm -hmm. of business, um, you know, get in touch with that stuff because that is, um, you know, going to help you just like, you're going to feel so inspired and lit up outside of business that when you show up, you are going to be able to infuse that into your marketing and into your business. Um, 
And, you know, the last thing that I will say as far as like tangibly how to be your authentic self in your marketing, um, trust yourself. This goes back to owning your voice. Trust your your voice. Like when you are going to go live or create content, like allow yourself to just say things as they come to mind. Do not feel the need to filter yourself. Um, Trust that Mm -hmm. when a message um, bubbles up inside of you that someone needs to hear that and they want to hear it from you and they want to hear it how you want to say it. Um, and there's just so much of that, that like, you know, I, I really do believe that it's a, it's a very integrated process. So when I say trust yourself, I fully believe that like, this is how God guides me in my business, right? Like I have these messages bubble up and that's God being like, Hey, someone needs to hear this today, you know, um, versus, you know, going back to what I shared a little bit before about how when I was newer in my business, I just remember being so overwhelmed with different strategies and um, styles that people had of showing up. And there was just so much questioning where it wasn't, um, it wasn't me trusting. This is why I set out Mm -hmm. to do this business. This is why I started doing this thing. This is what I want to say. And so if you are in that place and you're listening and you're realizing that like, yeah, I'm not really trusting myself right now. I'm looking to my coach to tell me what to say and how to Mm -hmm. say I am looking to this expert or whatever it is. Like, I want you to come back to what do I want to say? How do I want to say it? And just like make that decision and go with it because that is what draws people to you. Like people can pick up, oh my gosh, this is so refreshing. Like she, you know, every single one of us has something unique. And so when you just allow yourself to show up in that space, um, it, it draws the right people to you truly. And so you don't have to worry about how should I say it or, um, you know, any of that, like you just need to allow yourself to trust Mm -hmm. what God has placed on your heart and say it like it is and, you know, and move forward. Yes. Oh, I love that so much, Natalie. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, how can people connect with you if they and work with you if they want to just get to know you and reach out to you? Yeah. So I also have a podcast. Um, so my podcast is called Wildly Aligned Marketing, and we will put the link in the show notes. You can mm-hmm. also find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I have a Facebook group as well with the same name, Wildly Aligned Marketing. Um, and that is where I love to hang out. I'm very much a Facebook person. So if you want to connect, I would love to have you join the group and say hi and see you in there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nellie, for sharing all of those good tips and information. We really appreciate your time. Um, And thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen today. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We would love to hear from you. So please share your takeaways by tagging at livevictorious over on Instagram and leave a review. This will help us get more visibility and reach more women like you for the kingdom. We appreciate you and are praying for you as you shine your light in the business world and rise to your purpose.